بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على شرف الأنبياء والمرسلين محمد رسول الله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد my brothers and sisters I'm going to tell you a story a very beautiful story of the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and this story has to do with the battle of hunain this is the battle where rasulullah sallallahu alaihi soon after fatah makkah about 2 or 3 weeks after fatah makkah rasulullah sallallahu decided to go to taif and the reason for going to taif was not this was not a uh, battle to acquire territory or to loot somewhere the reason was that he got intelligence he got information to say that the hawazim which was a whole collection of tribes who lived in that area that they were collecting and along with the hawazim the banu saqif who were the tribe in uh, taif itself and these were the people who had uh, if you remember the story of the rasulullah sallam's journey to taif these were the people who had stoned him and so on that all of these were getting together to attack the muslims and to attack makkah so obviously it was not a good idea to remain in makkah allow them to come because then it, there would be there would be a battle there would be bloodshed on uh, hallowed ground on holy ground because the the precincts of makkah are uh, are, are are sanctified right so to prevent that rasulullah sallallahu alaihi decided to take the initiative and go to taif with an army himself the army of the of rasulullah sallam was comprised of of course uh, some of the muhajirin and some of the ansar uh, but the majority of the army was comprised of people who had just come into islam at fatamakka so the people who were uh who were probably not muslim for more than a week two weeks that's it i mean they did not know anything at all about islam they had just come into islam after fatamakka there were also some people in that army who were not even muslim but they were fighting for makkah one of them was a man called safwan who was one of the enemies of rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam he was from the quraish from the uh, from the nobility of quraish and he Uh, had taken part in the in in Badr and Uhud against the Muslims, and but here he was fighting now in the army of the Muslims, not necessarily for the Muslims, but for his own self. Uh, he had one uh, thousand coats of chainmail armor. So Rasulullah ﷺ asked him. He said, "Can you lend us this armor? One thousand coats of chainmail armor." So obviously he was a very wealthy man because chainmail armor is. in those days also used to be extremely expensive uh safwan said are you saying it in the nature of lend it to me or i will take it anyway is that your tone rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam said no i am asking you requesting you can you lend us this armor and uh, if you lend it to us alhamdulillah if you don't lend it to us that's up to you but if you lend it to us we will give it back to you so he believed him this was the ajeeb irony of the time they believed rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam for everything they trusted his word they did not doubt him for anything but when it came to islam they didn't accept islam <laughs> ajeeb eh? 
Imagine, here is the man, you want to trust him for everything. If 1,000 coats of chainmail armor was a lot of money, you're willing to give it away, just, just on his word. But when he says, La ilaha illallah, no. Anyway, so all of this happened. Battle happened. The details of the battle, I'm not going to go into all of that now, but long and short of it, initially the Muslims lost. They completely got routed. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent his forces to assist the Muslims. Rasulullah stood his ground with just about 100 people. He called for the Ansar. The Ansar came. He just and some of the Muhajirun, some of the Ansar. And he stood his ground and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave them victory. And in this victory, uh, because of how the Banu Saqif had come with all their material and their and their, and their sheep and, and camels and goats and whatnot, uh, and thousands of uh, ounces of silver, uh, they, all this became the booty of the Muslims. Now, uh, time came for dis- the distribution of the booty. And Rasulullah gave this booty almost all of it to the people, the newly converted people from Makkah. So the Quraysh and some of the people who were not Quraysh, they were given large amounts of of booty, hundreds of camels and whatnot. Now the Ansar of Medina who had stood with Rasulullah they fought with him, they did not run away. Uh, There was some talk started among them, people said, what is this? This is, uh, you know, Rasulullah is giving, we are also in need, but Rasulullah is giving all this material and wealth to these other people who ran away. Whereas we stood firm and we are getting nothing. So Sayyid bin Ubaidah, he came to Rasulullah and he said, Ya Rasulullah, our people are sad because you have given your people and you have given uh, great portions to other people but you have not given anything to the Ansar. Rasulullah said to him, to Sa'ad bin Ubaidah, he said, so where do you stand? Ya Sa'ad. Now he was a wise man. So he said, Ya Rasulullah, I am only a man of my people. He didn't say yes, he didn't say no. Nabi Sallallahu said, call your people, call the Ansar. So they had made a sort of pavilion, they had, uh, with some leaves and so on, uh, like a tent. It was not a tent, it was a, like a pavilion, um, a shed. So the instruction was that no one other than the Ansar. And some of them, of course, Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, Sayyidina Ali, Sayyidina Abbas, so the family of Nabi Sallallahu and the, you know, the, the cavalry of the Sahaba, except the other than that, it is only a gathering for the Ansar. So now these people, imagine they are straight out of the battle. They are in their armor. Uh, they have their weapons. Uh, they were all there, big men, big beards. They all came. And then Rasulullah came. And he said, he praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He said, Alhamdulillah, Rabbil Alameen. And he thanked Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then he said to the people, to the Ansar, he said, if I say to you that I came to you when you were misguided and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guided you through me, would I be right? They said, yes, Ya Rasulullah, you are right. 
And then he said, if I say to you that I came to you and, and you were poor and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enriched you through me, would I be right? They said, yes, you are right. He said, if I say to you that I came to you when you were enemies of each other, fighting each other, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through me brought you together, would I be right? They said, yes, Ya Rasulullah. You are right and all favors belong to Allah and His Messenger sallallahu So he said to them, won't you answer me? They said, Ya Rasulullah, what shall we say? What you say is right. And then he said, and see the hikmat of Allah then he said, in the name of Allah, you could say to me, and you would be speaking the truth if you said this, and I would confirm that truth. He said, you could say to me that you, Ya Rasulullah came to us rejected by your own people, but we believed in you. If you say that to me, I would say you are right. And you could say to me that you were betrayed, Ya Rasulullah, by your own people, but we supported you. And if you say that to me, I would say you are right. And you could say to me that you were a fugitive, you were, you know, there was a price on your head, and we provided you with a home and security. If you said that to me, I would say you are right. And if we said to you that you came to us without anything, poor, destitute, and we gave you and we helped you and we supported you, you would be right. And I would confirm that. And then he said, O people of Ansar, are you upset because of a small material gain that I am using to bring some people closer to Islam? Whereas as about you and your Islam, I have no doubt and I bear witness that your Islam is true before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then he said, O people of Ansar, are you not content that these people go away from here with sheep and camels while you will go back to your homes with the Rasul of Allah? And then he said, by him in whose hand is the soul of Muhammad if it was not for the fact that I made hijrah to Medina, I would be from the people of Ansar. And then he said, if the Ansar take a road and all the other people take another road, I will take the road of the people of the Ansar. And then he made dua and he said, oh Allah, forgive the Ansar and the sons of the Ansar and the sons of the sons of the Ansar. Abu Sayyid al-Khudri says, they wept. And they wept until their beards were wet. And they said, Ya Rasulullah, we are pleased with Rasulullah sallam, as our share. Now, why did I tell you the story? I didn't tell you just a story. I told you the story because I want you to think about this. We have been talking for the last few days about Tazkiyatul Nafs. Purification of the heart. Think about this that your heart and my heart is the Medina of Muhammad. Your heart is the home of the Rasul of Allah. Now, in this life, 
you see somebody's big house and you want a house and you know that you cannot get a house like that unless you borrow money on interest and you say let the man live with his house i have rasulullah i have rasulullah let him take the house i take rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam you see somebody's fancy car and you want a car like that but you know you can't get the car just like that you have to go through you know you have to do, do something which allah has prohibited borrow money on interest or something like this go to the bank and you say no i will not do that why because i have rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam i have the nabi of allah with me let the world take what they want to take i take muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam with me Are we ready to do this? Inshallah. Huh? Inshallah. Always. Anytime a decision comes where it's a choice between doing something that Allah does not like or doing something that is not the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, tell yourself, Alhamdulillah, I have Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I do not need this thing. I don't need this thing. I have Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Because what I have the value of that the value of muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam in my heart there is no there is no way of comparing that to anything on the face of this earth not one thing it, it cannot be compared to the cumulative value of every single thing that exists or existed or will exist on the face of this planet from the day allah created it to the day allah will finish it all of that together is not worth even comparing with the presence of muhammadur rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam and the hub for the nabi alaihi salam in our hearts we ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us the true love for muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam which is expressed by by obeying him and by making his ittiba May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless you may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide you may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with you I want you to make dua for two people one is a brother called Faraz Shaukat who sent me a message this morning with the stuff which I told you some of these thoughts are from him so make dua that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala be pleased with him and help him and the other one I want you to make dua for is My oldest friend in this world is a man who has been my friend from the time I was 3 years old. And he was a very busy very poor man, but he's my very very dear friend of mine. And he had a heart attack last night. And he's in ICU. So we ask you to make dua may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant him shifa kamil aur ajila and completely bring him home back safe and sound. And of course do not forget our dear son and our brother Hudaifa Abbasi. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala completely and totally cure him and bring him back safe and sound inshallah back here in this masjid we want to see him here we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala jalla jalaluhu in the name of his majesty and grace in the name of all his powers and glory and in the name of his asma'ul husna we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us what we ask because it is within his power to do that wa sallallahu ala nabiyil karim wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in bi rahmatika wa rahmatika